This is The Power Profile, stories of world-class leadership, hosted by award-winning broadcast journalist and media entrepreneur, Christina Mendonza. Get ready to connect with those defining success. This is The Power Profile, where we look at power in all forms of our personal and professional lives and talk to people who've leveraged power in their own lives. I'm Christina Mendonza. Thanks once again for joining me for this episode. We're going to talk to Christy Wright today, number one best-selling author of Business Boutique, Take Back Your Time, and Living True. She's a certified business coach, dynamic speaker, and personal development expert, and she is also the key keynote speaker at an upcoming conference that I will be emceeing here later this month. We'll talk about that as well. We're kicking off a final season of The Power Profile for 2022, and I've decided to do it in seasons now because it's just been a crazy busy year. There are several projects that are just bearing down with deadlines that are taking my attention away from my beloved podcast, and it is beloved because I've met so many interesting people. I've been busy with work, but I've also kind of stepped back from social media in the past few months. I still post fairly regularly, but I'm taking kind of a break, not because anything's wrong. It's just there's so much noise right now with the election coming up and the few bits of downtime I've been able to get. I've just been really introspective, reading some great books, paying closer attention to my own fitness, getting my gym time, eating healthy, uh, just living life offline a little bit more these days. I do love social. I love sharing when I can add value in particular but I've been needing inspiration of my own. And for that, I've been turning to what works for me, exercise, reading, thinking. If you're one of my introvert friends out there, I know you get this. You can love being around people and in crowds, but only alone can you truly recharge if you're an introvert. So that's me, maybe that's you. I'll be back out there on social. Um, even if I have to pay Elon Musk eight bucks to stay verified on Twitter. But for now, I'm enjoying just a bit of a platform break. My guest knows all about setting boundaries. One of her books is called Take Back Your Time. Christy Wright is the number one best-selling author of Business Boutique, Take Back Your Time and Living True. She's a certified business coach, just a great speaker, personal development expert, and she has served for 12 years as a Ramsey personality with Ramsey Solutions before just recently taking a leap of faith to do something new. Christy's been featured on the Today Show, Fox News, and in Success Entrepreneur and Women's Day magazines. She lives in Nashville now, and she will be in Northern California for the Folsom Women's Conference on November 17th. Christy, thanks for being here. Absolutely. I'm so excited to hang out with you guys. Great. So so how are things in Nashville these days? Oh my gosh, the weather's perfect. I'm a big fall person. And so being outside with my kids and my dog, going on hikes, playing in the leaves, like this is my favorite season. Oh yeah, it is a great season. So, you know, I'm curious, you've been doing so much this year. What are you most interested in right now? What are you working on? Well, one of the things I was just telling a friend recently is one of the awesome parts of running your own business is that you can do whatever you want. And one of the most overwhelming parts is that you can do whatever you want. And so I think for me, I'm really in a season of discerning which things are right for me and my audience uh, that I want to serve and feel called to serve and which things are not because I could build this so many different ways. And so I'm really honestly in a season where I'm, I'm more deciding what I want to say no to than what I want to say yes to. And so For me, the things I'm most excited about are um, coaching, speaking, and leading my course. And so all these other opportunities that people have great ideas that I should do, 
you know, maybe something for the future, but right now I'm just really going to be laser focused on the things that I enjoy most that give me a lot of flexibility right now. I think that's fantastic. It is so hard as a creative entrepreneur not to get pulled all different directions because you're interested in so many different things. That's what makes you successful about your business. And often we can be, you know, our hardest drivers are, we can be our worst boss. <laughs> and right, right. So that's great that you're focusing. I, I want to talk to you a little bit about um, one of your books, Take Back Your Time. Now, you've written several, but this one interested me because I think it is a lot about what you're doing now. You're setting boundaries, maybe taking a break from yeah. things that aren't helping you grow. Talk to me about writing that book and, and the message, of, you know, the feedback you receive from that messaging. Yeah, well, I got to tell you, of all the work that I've done, I think Take Back Your Time was one of my favorite things I've ever written. And it's because it takes a really overwhelming concept like life balance that is absolutely guilt-ridden for most people. Um, and it just breaks it down into something that is so achievable and practical and applicable. And the irony, to your point, is I launched this book in September of last year, and then in November felt called to leave my job of 12 years. So I had no idea how prophetic this book was going to be, where I was going to uproot my whole life. But, you know, I think that the truth is, this is a topic that so many people struggle with, not just from the obvious busy calendar schedules. But to me, what I wanted to hit on through this book was the deeper issue, the issue that we have men and women, but specifically women, walking around all day, every day, feeling like they're failing. They're failing at work. They're failing at home. They're not enough. They, they forgot this you know, field day. They forgot to do this at work. And they're just living their whole lives filled with guilt. And I think that if you could address that issue, then the calendar fixes itself. And so I really spent a lot of time helping people in this book understand everything is not right all the time. And so you have permission to look at your life through the lens of seasons and say, what's right right now? And when I do what's right right now, whether that is focusing on my kids, focusing on my work, focusing on my health, whatever, then and, and then I focus on that, I, I give myself permission to be present for that, then I shake the guilt for all the things that are not right right now. Because I know that just because something's not right right now doesn't mean it's never going to be right. It's just not right right now. And so it gives people this unbelievable gift to do what's right for them and change that when things change. And at the same time, be present for those things and shake the guilt for the things that they're not doing. And that is a really powerful practice that I think has set a lot of people free um, in how they manage their time. You know, and it seems to be the message for the moment because, you know, with the great resignation or just the, you know, more women, it seemed, were impacted by COVID. Uh, you know, the pandemic, they had to stay home with their kids or they wanted to be there uh, because their kids weren't able to be in school. And then they, you know, they kind of reformatted their lives and thought, you know, I want more of this. Right. Right. It really did cause everyone to rethink how they live their life. And, you know, when we get in a rhythm of doing things the same way, you really can't think about things with fresh eyes until you're forced to. And COVID forced everybody to do that and consider what's possible. And you've got people that are traveling the world in an RV or pulling their kids out of school or just totally doing something different. I think it also, it helped people realize, wow, life is short. What am I waiting on to live it? What am I waiting on to take up that hobby or go for that dream job or start my own business? And 
So there's something really beautiful in the creativity that was injected when people were first forced to think about things differently. You said you're really called to do your, your coaching uh, right now, um, your, your courses and your coaching. Um, what about that calls to you in, in helping people shape their own stories and present them to the world? Well, what's so interesting is I think that I have spent years, I mean, over a decade working with large groups. So I have been, you know, my coaching group in the past, my business coaching group had 25 people, 2,500 people in it. And I would speak on stages, you know, up to 15,000 people. And so I was always in this role where I was speaking to and, and inspiring and training them, a large group of people, but I didn't know them. And I'm just honestly redirecting my focus in the season where I'm focusing on a small group of people, a small group of coaching clients. I'm doing some one-on-one -on -one coaching, which I never did in the past. And so I'm getting to walk with them and, and learn their stories and follow up with people. Hey, tell me about how that event went last week. And so for me, it's just a totally different gear. And I'm loving the connection, the intimacy, the, um, yeah, just getting to really know these people and walk with them um, versus being in a large group setting. And I still do speaking and do all that stuff. And I love that there's a place for that. But man, I'm, I ha I've never had the opportunity to do this small group stuff that I've been creating lately. How did you start? When did you start? And, and what drew you to this kind of work? What's so interesting, and I teach people this even from a business principle, but I think a lot of times we try to think of some amazing business idea as if it's just floating in the clouds. And often your best idea is within you, meaning your story. It's something you've always loved to do, always wanted to do, always been doing in some capacity. And so when I left Ramsey Solutions in November, I knew that I felt called to leave, but I didn't know to what. And so, and, I, and I'm a person of faith, so I use faith-based language, but I would say that I felt like God was going to tell me what I was supposed to do when I was supposed to know it, but I left in faith not knowing. And about three months out of it, um, it's actually kind of a, a cool God story. It's three months to the day. But I woke up with this idea to train speakers. And what's so interesting is as I began to explore this idea and look into this idea and consider it and just brainstorm around it, it became so apparent that that has always been in me. And what I mean by that is the very first thing I did when I started at Ramsey, even as a project manager, was help Dave Ramsey's daughter, Rachel Cruz, write her first talk in 2009. And then I look wow. at the last thing I did when I left and it was trained speakers on how to craft a talk. And then I look at what I love to do the most when I was there that I never had an outlet for. I was always helping other speakers in green rooms write their talks and craft their messages and tell their stories. I just never had an outlet for it. And so it, you look back and you go, oh my gosh, this has always been in me. It's not this new idea. So when I decide to create a course or create a coaching model, yes, I'm putting some structure to my content, but the skill set the competence, the desire has always been in me. It's just never had a place to thrive. And now I'm creating that place. And so it's really cool that I don't feel like I'm, uh, I mean, I'm definitely still learning, you know, uh, I don't want to make it seem like that, but I'm pulling from something I have so much experience in, which gives me just um, a lot of passion, but also a lot of confidence in doing it. You know, I talked to a lot of people about professional transitions. I made my own in about 2017. I've talked to like, you know, other anchor women who just said, I I'm done and went in and told the boss, I'm done. Uh, other people have a plan. How did you transition? Did you formulate a plan before you left or was it, okay, I've just got to make a move now and then figure it out? Okay, I got it. So there's three, <laughs> there's three parts to this answer. There's the like practical answer and then there's like the spiritual answer. 
So the practical answer, because I've done, I've been a business coach for over a decade and I love to help people. If you want to chase your dream, if you want to build this business, start it as a side gig, start it as a freelance contract deal and build it up so much on the side that when you make the jump from your full-time income, it doesn't feel like this terrifying leap. It's the next logical step. And you just take a step into this business you've already been building that can now carry you and support you. And what's so cool about doing that, if that works for you, if that's right for you and so on, is that the dream stays a dream, meaning it doesn't become this terrifying desperation of it's got to pay my bills. And now I'm like, this sleazy salesman trying to get business, trying to get clients that don't even want because I'm just desperate for a paycheck. So it really uh, insulates you from letting the dream become uh, a burden. It stays, it stays this awesome thing because you built it up slowly on the side. And in the same breath, let me say, as a person of faith, um, this is the language I would use. Maybe someone else would use different language, but I believe God will call you to do crazy things. And so for 10 years, I preached, build it up on the side, build it up on the side, always with the disclaimer, but if God calls you to do something, he's going to carry you through it. And then it turns out my story, there was nothing built up on the side and I walked away from everything. I mean, God, I felt God speak to me and I had a lot of affirmations through friends, through my Bible, through all that, that was like, I am supposed to leave. And when I say it was an act of obedience, I was terrified. I cried more tears than I can explain. I did not want to, I just felt like I was supposed to. And so in that obedience, then, of course, I feel like God came through for me and gave me the outlet of what I was supposed to do next. But I didn't have that next thing lined up. I did not know what I was supposed to do. And I definitely had no um, source of income. I mean, I walked away from everything. You know what I take out of that is just because you had faith didn't mean you didn't also had fear. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And that's a very good point. That's a very good point. I think you can be, and I even would say if you're a person of faith, I think you can trust God. Like in your mind, you can go, okay, I trust that God is leading me or guiding me. And I'm still scared of that. I feel real fear in my chest. I'm nervous. I'm crying. And and I don't know how it's going to work out. But I also I'm choosing in my mind and intellect to trust God, even though my emotions are all kinds of torn up about this. And I think you can hold those two things. I think two things can be true. Um, And I would say, even if you're not a person of faith, there may be time that you're just like, you would call it your gut, you would call it your intuition. Mm -hmm. And you would say, you might use that language and say, I feel like I'm supposed to leave. I feel like I'm supposed to leave. And if you're not just having a hard day and in a bad mood, you genuinely feel in your intuition, you're supposed to leave, then I would say, you'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. If you really feel like you need to go, I think that that's an inner voice protecting you. I would call it the Holy Spirit, but someone else might call it your intuition. But either way, it doesn't lead you astray. It is something that is there to protect you. It's an internal message that you must follow. Yeah. Yeah. So I've, yeah. I've seen your setup on social and um, a lot of the coaching and confidence building you do for clients and viewers. What can you give us one personal tip? What do you do before you take the stage to bring your best self? Or what do you tell your clients to do? Well, um, I would say if, if, if someone is not speaking, they just need confidence. The number one most basic thing you can do is take action. Do that thing that you're scared of because what's so interesting is every time you do something that you're scared of or you do something you didn't know you could do, your brain's next logical thought is, well, what else can I do that I'm not aware of? And so you start dreaming bigger dreams and going for bigger goals and it builds confidence. You hold your head a little higher going, oh my gosh, I didn't know I could do that and I did it. So let me try something else. 
and then confidence is built through action. So I think a lot of times people think I need to feel confident to take brave action, but it's brave action that creates confidence. And the, another way I say it is the antidote to fear is action. Nothing will silence your fear of doing the thing, like doing the things to go do the thing and watch how confidence is built. But specifically before I go on stage, this is such a simple thing, but it's also really practical. So a lot of times when people are backstage, they are pacing, they are nervous, they're wringing their hands, they're taking deep breaths going, I don't know if I can do it, I don't know if I can do it, I don't know if I can do it. I do the exact opposite. I dance, I do fist pumps, I go, this is going to be awesome, I'm going to nail it, this is going to be so great, I'm going to have so much fun, they're going to have so much fun, because I'm turning my mind towards those thoughts. And so if you, I mean, gosh, way more people could explain this better than me, but the, the neuroscience, the brain science behind our thoughts, our words, what we choose to believe and tell ourselves really affects our feelings and our actions. And so we think, again, we think I have to feel a certain way to act a certain way. I have to feel confident to act confident. But the opposite is true. You can actually act a certain way and your feelings follow. You act confident. And before you know it, you actually feel confident. You can change your feelings through your actions and your words and and what you choose to tell yourself and how you prep yourself. So um, I do not think it does you a service backstage to be wringing your hands and, and freaking out and letting your thoughts say, I don't know if I can do this. Instead say, I can do this. You can talk to yourself. Just You spend a lot of energy talking yourself out of stuff. Just use that energy to talk yourself into it. Hmm. It, that reminds me, my husband um, is a sixth grade teacher and we have a, a daughter who's a musician actually in Nashville. And when she was young and before she'd go on stage, she'd be so nervous and anxious and she'd tell, she'd say, dad, I'm anxious. And he'd say, you're not anxious. You're excited. You're excited. Mm, that's and that's good. exactly, this is more- yeah, that's exactly what you go seem ahead. to describe there. And, and I'm curious in being a creative entrepreneurs, Preneur, how has that informed your parenting? You have children. What do you pass along to them as a mother that you think helps them in their growth and confidence? Well, it's so funny you say that because literally just this morning I was dropping my daughter off to preschool and she, every week she says, I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. Now she got that language from my son who does have some anxiety issues. And so I know she has, is mimicking that a little bit, but I also think she is nervous and it's given her language. So I told Mary Grace, because she says this every day at drop off. I told Mary Grace, I said, Mary Grace, I said, we don't need to say I'm so nervous. I go, even if you feel nervous, you don't have to say it because what you say matters. It tells your brain what to think. So I said, instead of saying, I'm so nervous, I'm so nervous. You know what you can say? You can say, I'm so brave. I'm so brave. I can do this. I'm so brave. And then you're telling your mind what to think. So yeah, you feel nervous and you can tell yourself that, or you can tell yourself, I'm so brave. Let's practice. I'm so brave. I'm so brave. And so as simple as that is, it works for all of us, kids or adults. What you tell yourself matters and the words that you choose to think matter. And I think that we can choose our thoughts way more than we realize. We can choose what we tell ourselves. Wow. Yes. Uh, We're so excited to see you in Folsom. And I just would love to know a portion or, or uh, the theme of the message that you want to share with women in Northern California. I love working with businesswomen, with moms, with women in any stage of life. And so getting to go to this conference with all women, one of the common themes that I think we all struggle with is what we were just talking about a minute ago. And that is the pressure and crunch of time. I feel like, how do I do it all? 
how do I get ahead? How do I get it together? How do I get caught up? And so I'm super excited to come and talk about the very practical struggle we have with time management and life balance and even what that looks like in different seasons of life. And uh, when things change in your job or your business and how you manage your calendar and schedule in response to that. And I think, and I hope that the message that I'm going to deliver is not one where people walk out and they feel, oh my gosh, here's more things to do. Instead, it's going to be this sigh of relief. Hey, guess what? You can do what's right for you. You don't have to do all these things. You don't have to feel this pressure from the world or from everyone else. You get to decide what life balance looks like for you. And I want to help you create it, but it's up to you to decide what that looks like. So I think it's going to be one of permission and encouragement and hope. And I'm super excited about that. Okay. I ask all of my um, guests this question. What is a habit, hobby, or ritual that you engage in to replenish your own creativity when you're feeling like your batteries are low? Well, I think you have to have input. Meaning like whether it's a podcast or a book, I love to read books or listen to audiobooks or listen to a podcast, but just one idea from another person can spin off. It's like a tree with branches. It can spin off like 50 new ideas for me. So a lot of times we're so busy in the grind producing, being the output that we forget we need the input. And so it could be something super simple. You can get ideas from a television show, from a book, from a podcast, from listening to somebody's YouTube show that encourages you. But I think just having other people pour into you in some capacity uh, is going to be key to open your mind to new ideas. That's great. I love that. I know, I was just talking in the early part of the show as I was, before I introduced you about, you know, not being on social as much lately, just because I'm trying to fill myself up with, uh, with books yeah. and podcasts and great nutrition and thinking a lot of deep thinking, um, yeah, so I get that completely. Um, so where can people engage with you? Where do you like to meet new people? Well, I hang out the most on social media on Instagram, which is at Chrissy B. Wright. And then my website is Chrissy-Wright.com. Okay. Thank you so much for spending time with me. I, I can't wait to meet you in person out here uh, at the Women's Conference in, on November 17th. We really are looking forward to having you. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited about it. Thanks for having me. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Christy Wright. Just a delightful woman, and I can't wait to see her at the Folsom Women's Conference. That's coming up November 17th. If you need tickets, you can go to uh, my Instagram account. I have a link there. You can also go just to the website, FolsomWomensConference.com. You can purchase tickets through there as well. A couple of things from my world at Mendonca Media. I've launched a new initiative based on this podcast, it's called The Power Profile. It's a mini documentary for C-suite execs, thought leaders to increase reputation and reach. If you want to know more, just head to my website, MendonsaMedia.com. Also, sign up for my newsletter while you're there. It's a little value add each month. Communications tips, lessons from my consulting work. I share new research, information, and news about the world from connections with colleagues in the academic space. It's not every month that I put one out, but most months. Also, the trailer for my new documentary is almost done. The movie is called Sacred Texts of War. It's brain science meets the most compelling stories from veterans you will hear. It is a journey through moral injury and recovery. So you can look for the trailer to drop in January. Again, it's called Sacred Texts of War. Thank you so much for listening today. I've got some fun episodes coming up. I've got Hollywood movie director Nick Leisure, who is going to be coming on the podcast. Also, Mark Thompson, who was part of the iconic national radio team Mark and Brian for so many years. 
And I've got some other exciting guests that I'm in communication with, but we haven't quite confirmed them yet. So I want to thank you so much again for being here. You can join me anytime you want to on the iHeartRadio app, Monday through Friday, 5 a.m. to 9 a.m., the KFBK Morning News with Christina Mendonca and Sam Shane. So you can join Sam and I. Uh, we are having a blast in this election season. So much to talk about. And that's four hours live every morning, 5 a.m. to 9 a.m. Pacific time. Thank you so much for being here. So appreciate you. I'm Christina Mendonca. This is The Power Profile. Stay powerful. This has been The Power Profile with Christina Mendonca. Stay connected through MendonzaMedia.com.